The I Am Man podcast is produced by men for men. We are here to support men through their individual journeys to authentic and holistic manhood. We believe men play an essential role in securing the future of generations and deserve to be seen and heard. Our podcast is a safe space where men from all walks of life can come and process through life's challenges to become the best versions of themselves. This is your boy, Robert Marshall, and I am excited to be with y'all tonight. We come on at 9.30 um, p.m. Central Standard Time because this is when grown folks are up. This is when we talk about real life issues with real people that go lit, that with real problems and who are looking for solutions. Yo, I'm excited. So but without further ado... I want to introduce to you guys uh, the, uh, the guy that's joining us tonight. His name is Coy Brown. Listen, remember that name. Remember that name. Hashtag Coy Brown. He's an author. He's an inspiration just guru. He's a business mogul. He out here making moves. And uh, sorry, ladies, he's engaged. He's about to be married, so she'll cut you, yo. Uh, I'm excited that we're here, yo. Coy, 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 what's up, man? Welcome to the Iron Man podcast, dude. I've been trying to get you on for a long time, man. Man, man, it's been a minute, but you know, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to get on your show, get excited to get on your, on your podcast. And just get some light, man. Uh, really about what's going on and how can we get better. So, man, life is good. Dude, it's crazy out here, man. I was just talking to uh, the people out here uh, about what's happened with uh, Nick Cannon. Did you did you read that? Like, dude, they uh, uh, Viacom yeah. got rid of him because he told the truth on his podcast, yo. Yo, you know when I when I seen it. On my phone, going through Twitter, I'm scrolling. Right, I go through Twitter just throughout my day, and uh, you know I'm looking through the perspective, right, what people are saying. And you know, for me, I, I don't blame them. Like, I don't see no hate. I think, as you said, I think it's good to have your truth. And, and because someone is speaking truth, and yes, it may offend a few people, but if if, if it's the pudding's there, you know, there's no one to be mad at but yourself because you don't have the truth. You know, you're not really gaining the real the real evidence. And for Nick, you know, what I mean, he spoke his truth. Dude, I, I think, but isn't it crazy, do you, man? And I'm gonna just speak this, and I'm not just talking about black men, but men of color in general. Yo, do you know that yeah. even for uh, Latino Americans, uh, you know, it's illegal for them to learn their history in certain states? That blew my mind. Like uh, it's illegal to teach it. It's 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 flat out illegal to teach it. Like black people, we we don't have so much. We don't have but much stuff anyway in the world of education. You know, they they talk about. I remember growing up, all we learned about in Black history was Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King and the Civil War. And it's almost like black people did not exist until never. Like we never contributed anything until you know the world, America, everything was Eurocentric. I just remember you know Christopher Columbus 1492. Christopher Columbus yep. sailed the ocean blue. Yo, and it was like black people, uh people of color made no contributions to the world. And that is the farthest from the truth. That is yep. the farthest from the truth, man. Yep, yep. It's, it's crazy. Like you said, I think a lot of us, uh, when we were growing up, you, it was just kind of bypassed. You know, you went from Abraham Lincoln to, to Christopher Columbus, uh, Eurocentric history that we thought was our history and, and never really gained any access, right? No permission 
Tubbo was really, really laying behind the door, right? We never opened that closet. And because of that, you know, a lot, a lot of people, uh, even myself, including that time, are walking blindly, right? Not really knowing, you know, the, the true history. Dude, and being set up for failure. It's crazy. And when you don't know who you are, you are bound to repeat the same mistakes over. When you don't know who you yep. are, um, you're bound to to you're at the liberties of people defining who you are. And so, man, this is why I created this platform in the first place, because this is a place where all men's stories are heard, regardless of where they're from, what their background is. Yo, we're in here. This is a place where uh, men can uh, just be men and it's okay for it to happen. And ladies, if you're listening tonight, yo, take your pencil, get your pens, get your iPad and take some notes so you can understand how men think what our world I think man there's and uh, I think there's women uh, women all around the world have different places to go but there's rarely any outlet for men to decompress or for men to kind of yeah. get in a healthy headspace man so I'm curious to know man how how with all that you do you know and we'll get into you like you know we we yeah. know that you are, you're in business you're an inspiration to many you know you have an amazing uh, little girl right little girl yes, right sir. and yeah, so yeah. how what do you do to decompress how do you uh, how do you, yeah how do you decompress well look I'll be completely honest with you and those who are listening. For me, sometimes it's even hard for me to decompress and to, to really rationalize and, and get my thoughts out. You know, I'm someone who doesn't really want to talk about my feelings, right? And there's some childhood memories with you and, and traumas of why I don't want to bring it out, right? Which we're talking about being vulnerable, being men, men of color, to, to be open, right? Not seem weak. So for me, the best thing I do is really I write things down. Um, and, and granted, I'm blessed. My fiance is a therapist, so if I oh. can't do it, she can help me. You feel me? Does she ever try so to shrink you? It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I get the help. I get the help. You know, for for if I can't see my own thoughts clearly, she can break it down in a, in a perspective that I that I'm not seeing from a high perspective. But you know, with everything going on, you know, for me, it's it's like I'm sitting at a table and I just kind of look at different viewpoints. I'm observing, right? I'm observing, just kind of looking at it, and you know, for me, it's just I, I digest it, but I cipher through what's really important, what's really the cause. And and, and when I get kind of struck with something or, or go through my feelings, um, you know, I, like I said, for me, it's it's it's, it's saying of what is the real pain in my voice or in that consciousness that I'm really speaking? What's that real pain? And that's where that's where I analyze. That's where I chop it up. I said, this is what it is and, and write it out. Yo, it's it's so crazy. It's so crazy, man. Out here, um, not just we, we're talking about guys. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about in my fields. We're talking about uh, the emotional state, um, the mental state of men of color in America, and it, it's it's crazy. I was just watching uh, uh, not only uh, um, Nick Cannon, but yo, my boy Will Smith, fam. Yo, yeah, yeah. yo, I was just watching Will Smith. I'm like, dang, man. Jada just sat up there and said, yo, I'm in, I got in an entanglement. Yo, that yeah. was, that, dude, <laughs> an entanglement. Like, I'm sitting here like, and Will, Will wasn't going. Will was like, yeah, an entanglement? 
Oh yeah. what? That's that. That's dude. So so, have you ever been in entanglements, Coy? Like, like w- w- what would that look like in Coy's world? Man, as I as I think about your question, <laughs> I've never been in an entanglement. Uh, you know, it, I really haven't. And I guess I would maybe not even call it an entanglement. But I don't. I, I I've never been in a situation where I got that sticky. And I'm saying to Will and Jada, to somewhere it's like there's a three piece, right? Like a triangle. And it's open, suppose it's been open. Um, that just takes, yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of energy. That's a lot of, um, just a lot that you got to deal with. And, you know, I've never been in that position. Thank God. Yo, it's crazy. So I, I brought that up because I look at, yo, as I saw Will Smith sit at that red table, like I'm looking at his face. And even though he's like, yo, I'm here to support you. I'm here, you know, I'm here. We bad marriage for life, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, bad marriage for life. And he's like, I'm in it to win it for life, even if our marriage sucks. But his continence was like he was broken. He was embarrassed. Oh, yeah, torn. He was torn, but he's Man. yet trying to exude the strength um, that he's good And I just wonder How many brothers out there Whose hearts have been broken Whose mental state are Is kind of all over the place Due to the pandemic The loss of jobs The loss of opportunities Racism Prejudice uh, Lack of a whole bunch of stuff Dude It's like How much can A man take How much can he take mm-hmm. And I wonder um, How do you Speak to men who are uh, who have locked themselves out of their own emotions, and when they when they're asked, "How are you?" and they're like, "I'm good." Mm. How how yeah. do you speak to them? Yeah, we we we, well, we we all say that, right? We all say we're good. You know, to to the first question, the first part of it. You know, for me, when I'm talking with anybody, whether it's a man or a woman, especially men. Right, we got this tough persona. We got to be tough. We got to be macho, right? Like, no, no, I would say, for lack of a better term, no pussy around here, right? Okay. You can't be weak. And, and, and you know, for me, I just want to get on their level. Like, because I understand I had childhood traumas. Like, I was one of the kids that was very confident, very driven, right? A single mother. So, like, I wanted to be, I wanted that comfortability to be open. So when I see someone who's locked up, right, they got the door shut, uh, me and my fiance, we were just talking. You know, those little, those little Swedish little mannequin things? Yeah. As you pull them off, right, the layers get smaller. Like, when they got that big layer on, like, you just want to, I want to talk to them and say, what's what's really going on? You know, why 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 are we so, you know, this? Why are we so locked up? And for, for many people, there's a lot of reasons, right, whether it's, you know, life, relationships, pandemic, things going on, job. Um, but just to get and relate to them, I think that's, that's the first, that's the first gate to get them open, to bring the energy down. So they feel relaxed to get those emotions open. And, you know, for, for people that don't want to open emotions, you know, I can raise my hand cause I do the same thing. And because I know that also know when you say, how are you doing? You're like, Oh, I'm good. I'm Gucci. Like life is good. But it's like, what's, what's really behind that? Because I can say that. And I can be positive, right? Inspirational speaker, whatever it is. Me and the fiance are doing good, but like, what's what's the real truth uh, behind real doors, right? We got this persona, this mask, this acting stage, 
But when you go back home, you know, you're broken. So, um, you know, if I guess in essence, it's, it's just really getting to them and, and, and finding those pinpoints of how can we get you open? How can we crack this door and make it comfortable for you? Because once you're comfortable, they're comfortable. Yeah, you know, man. The, the gate starts open. Dude, it's crazy. So I know for me, I man, I balance so much. And dude, yep. I like I would encourage every man to get a hobby, get something. Like sometimes as men, you need a space just to breathe because you know, I believe, uh, I believe, bro, that uh, uh men are really emotionally underdeveloped in a lot of, in a lot of ways because and I think it starts as early as adolescence when you know we're told boys don't cry you know you're a big boy you don't do that you know we don't and what happens is is that you yep. know that we are we learn really quick how to shut down our emotions in order yes. so that we can be a big boy or that because we yep. we are boys and, and there is this hyper toxic masculine persona that we're forced to put on at a yep. young age and we then become emotionally underdeveloped and yo let me just put this out here for some of the ladies the reason why your man may not he, he doesn't communicate well he may not talk to you he may not that's because and he may not share his emotions is because we've never been allowed to do that and yeah. most women who you know they you know they're emotional and they and yeah I said it most women you know they are emotional and they want to talk and they want to and men we're not we're we have not been given the liberty the freedom to truly express how we feel. So it's almost when somebody asks, "How are you? How do you feel?" It's so it's 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 almost second nature just to be mm -hmm. like, "Hey, shrug it off. I'm good." Even though you know people are about you know men, especially men of color, um, feel like they are at the lowest end of the totem pole. And man, I, I, I'm, we're going to start talking about depression in some of our other series. And I'm realizing, yep. man, that so many men and especially men of color are victims of depression. And I use the term victim because they are suffering. Their, their tails are being whooped by depression, by anxiety, and because they've never been given the chance to express how they feel, what they feel, mm -hmm. then they get locked up within themselves, and you wonder why people go crazy. You wonder why people yep. just pop off, and I'm a firm believer, bro, it didn't just start there. Like, nah. it, it's, 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 I think it's a trail, and if we don't give men the opportunity to fully express who they are, man. Then they, we see them pop off, and we're like, "Yo, where'd this come from?" And it's, it's like, mm -hmm. no, there's signs, there's signs, man. Um, there's signs, and I was talking about underdeveloped uh, men not giving a chance to really develop uh, emotionally. The only emotions that most men are allowed to feel. Are ang is the it's really anger. That's the one that they're really able to express, man. And so, um, you kind of going through traumas in your life, man. How have you learned to health in a healthy manner express what's going on with you? Give us some tools, man. A healthy way to really, you know, I'm gonna let me step back because because I think the first thing is, is finding hobbies. Yeah. And as I looked at my kind of my process, reading, working out, going for a walk, 
listen to music, whatever it is, a hobby. It could be fishing, uh, something to do outside the house or even at the house as well has been something to help me navigate that journey to becoming emotionally developed. Because I'll admit it now, my fiance is very emotionally developed. Her emotional talent is way more advanced than I am. As you were speaking, emotionally, I've never really developed that, right? Over the past years, I have, right? So that's where, you know, from from men, you got to have an outlet to really exhaust that. But, you know, for 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 me, in, in ways that I, I, I'm doing that, right, to kind of, I would say, cope or open is really acknowledging it. I think with any any person, including myself, someone who's headstrong, positive, I suppress a lot of those emotions. I've never even had a space to even, to, to whether it's someone like yourself, to accept that and, and, and nurture that, or myself to even want to look at that and be honest with that about what are these emotions that other than just anger, right? Having, um, I would say, a, a, a capacity to quote unquote, I would say feel, I'm gonna say weak, but really not weak, just feel me without any societal labels of being not a man. So for me, it's acknowledging it. Like I gotta be honest and look at a certain face. And then from that, uh, for me, it's, it's verbalizing. Like I know, we get, I'm gonna give you some tools, right? Everyone does everything different, but for me, it's, I, I gotta verbalize it, whether, with the, whether it's with my, my woman, or me just saying it out loud, me getting off my chest, me writing it out. Uh, because if not, knowing me, knowing who I am, I'll hold on to it and I'll downplay it. And that makes what we're talking about even worse of not having a space to be vulnerable, but not to be a man uh, with what things are going on. So like I said, for me, it's, 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 it's acknowledging it, it's writing it out. And then if I have to, I'll share with somebody, whether it's my fiance or friend, uh, it could be a therapist, you know, Good people got therapists. People that are therapists got therapists. So Yo, I, I definitely got a therapist. I might, I might even need to have two of them joints. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly. One in the morning, one at night. Like, dude, I'm me, telling you, it's, it's it's having a therapist, man, and, and speaking it out. That's that's probably been the best, the best thing I've done uh, to really heighten who I am emotionally. You know, be okay with that? Like really sitting in it. You know what's crazy, man. As you were talking, I'm realizing therapy is good. And when and because um, most men and especially men of color, we don't go see therapists. That's not what we do. Nah. We we we, nope. we we that's I remember they would say that's what white people do. White people go to therapists. We don't we don't we don't go to no therapist. And so what happens nah. is we wind up self-medicating. Dude, and this is a nope. huge section. I'm about to we about to go here. And I'm I wonder you know, and now I wonder, I know, you know, some of the things that men do to self-medicate their their mental, their emotional instabilities, mm-hmm. man, dude. So everything from so uh, I don't know, this is the Iron Man podcast. So let's keep it. Let's keep it 100. Like, so, right. bro, what are some of the uh, uh, if you've ever self-medicated what before you started this journey to wholeness and to healing, what are the, some of the things that you maybe have done to self-medicate some of the pain on the trauma that you dealt with growing up? Oh man. Um, you know, I would say nothing, nothing harmful. Bro. When you sell self-medication, right. You medicate yourself, nothing harmful. 
Well, uh, let me. I'll do this. I'll answer this yeah, question for. Let me. So I'll. So for me, and a lot of men. Wh- oh, what's up, Chuck? We see you out here, boy. Uh, so. What's up, Chuck? So. So for me, um, self medicating looked like, uh, man. One, I was a people pleaser. Man, I tried to please people in any way, form, fashion. It didn't matter. Um, a lo- another way that men self medicate is sex. Yo, like as lo- yeah. and, and I th- I had this thought. You know, we wonder why uh, a lot, and especially in various communities, that you have men that have multiple baby mamas, multiple children, and I think it's not because they just oh I want to have multiple kids. It's that's their way of dealing with life. That when you yeah, you feel yeah, me yeah. that you know, and I've talked to so many brothers who is like you know when they smash, it's like they 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 can go somewhere else. It's like they go somewhere else, and it's physical. It's simple. It's not. It's they don't have yeah. to you know deal with their emotions. They got the person that they with. They're smashing, and then when they get their release, they're done. And it's like the pressure yeah, it's is re- it's it's a high. And once they get their release, they good. And they're always trying to, and there's uh, research that proves that when a man releases sexually, that it's all these endorphins. It's almost like a, it's it's like it's a high for real, for real. Yeah. So yeah. that so that dude is out here having multiple children because not because he wants to have multiple children, but because he's trying to medicate his emotions and what he feels. Correct, dude. Correct. So I, I think for me, um, people pleasing, I think for me was, uh, man, definitely at one point in time in my life was definitely porn, trying to self-medicate because of feeling inadequate in certain different ways. But and it's not always hard. Some men turn to drugs. Some people turn to uh, 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 different uh, hobbies. Do So I'm going to bring that question yeah. back to you again. Like what what? Before you became or before you started this journey to wholeness, what are some unhealthy? Let's not let's let's say it like this. What are some unhealthy habits you had to check once you started your journey to wholeness? I mean, now that you've explained it, definitely with sex, sex and, you know, porn, it was people pleasing. I'm a, I'm a people pleaser by nature, but doing that, that was a way to, to get that out. Right. To feel good. And deal with it that a way that I couldn't I couldn't hold it in right and that's where you see that these behaviors that people are acting out you know violence whatever it is sexual behaviors and and for me that's those those are really those three things that in those moments like you said the endorphins or the feel good at that moment it's like Ooh, okay I feel good right like a drug addict there was that chemical imbalance where I needed just that just that little top off and I'm good and I like I'm almost I, I get back to normal. Yeah, right. man. That's and, and that, that was those three things uh, were, were were really heavy, um, you know, for me to just to get back to normal and, and looking at it like, man, like these are these vices that, you know, to get you to become whole. That's what you got to get rid of Dude. or, you know, understand. It's crazy, man. And so, uh, man, as I as we kind of dealt with and look at, you know, what's going on with racism, prejudice, man. George Floyd, man, there's so many names of men who have 
died at the hands of police. And to be honest, bro, I still have yeah. not watched the entire video of George Floyd because, dude, I I, I just can't bring myself to watch another video of another black man dying at the hands of a police officer, a white dude, man, a Maude Aubrey, like the the, the list goes on. And man, I'm getting to the point. And one of the reasons why I didn't do podcasts because I wasn't in a good mind frame. I just, yeah, I yep. couldn't, I couldn't handle that. So man, how do you handle it? How, like, what is, what is your process? What do you do? What do you, what, yeah, man, talk to us. I feel you. Um, you know, first off, all the condolences go out obviously to all those families. That's that's that that's happened, and that has recently happened as well. Once again, when I look at all this, you know, my first thing is is why, and I'm thinking, wow, like really, like really, like this had to happen. And then I then then it's then it's just like I look at it and I'm just analyzing like. Is human behavior really this way? So I look at it very from an intellectual, very mental level. But for me, in what I've been doing really in my community is how can I give back, right? How can I kind of play my role? I know I'm not going to maybe make a huge change, but I can make a little ripple, right? I can make a little change. So it's promoting, right? It's promoting Black Lives Matter or, or any victim, whether it's Black or Hispanic, anyone of men. It, it's promoting that, look, we need help as well. Right. And I'm not disregarding uh, all the, the females, women that are on here that obviously been, uh, you know, uh, tried to kill by police brutality or any other uh, nature. But, you know, the, the, the high rate of men, um, you know, being killed, being, you know, on video, that can take a toll on a young child's lot on his mental uh, to see that systematically and in an animalistic way being killed. So for me, it's like, how can I give back? Whether I'm, I'm sharing something, I'm voicing my opinion and helping the community, uh, doing any drives that we just did. I just did one uh, about two, two and a half weeks ago uh, for Latino-based uh, community in the West Side here in South Bend. Um, so for me, it's just like, just how can I give back to, to make me uh, feel a part in some way uh, to create a cause? And, you know, mentally, you know, it's, it's, it's really sad. I think back. And just think, how do we get to this? How did we get here? Right, there's a cause. There's a cause, but you know, for me, it's it's just digesting it and saying, you know, how can we move forward? Um, how can we change this? Yeah, man. The, the the truth is, man. And I'm gonna be. And I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it 100. Like I am pissed off, man. I think I'm I'm pissed off and I'm hurt. Um, and I and I am because it's like, dang, man. It's 2020. Like, 20. Two, yeah, man. like this is not the 1950s. This is this is not the 1400s. It's 2020, oh. and yo, I'm 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 mad. I'm mad. I'm I'm at times I'm hurt. At times I'm just hell. I don't know what to do at times, and I'm just like you know when I look at my children, when I look at my boys, when I look at my girl, I'm like. How in the world do you protect them? How in the world do you do you you know? And it's it's crazy. So I, I want to ask everybody who's watching, like, where are you? Like, what? How do you cope? 
How like what have you been doing to to pro- healthily process where you are? I want y'all to comment in this comment section yeah. so that we can so that I can uh see what are you doing what are you doing to kind of really help yourself be the best version of yourself i um man i i i get so upset and i get moved and i mentor a lot of uh black and latino uh young men man and it's they're hopeless out here man not, not and it's crazy like I understand what went on in the civil rights movement in the in the fifties, the forties, the fifties, and sixties. But bro, this is it's taking a whole new, like just front, bro. And I think a lot of men and a lot of young men, especially those who don't have fathers, who don't have direction, and I and I'm and I'm who don't have fathers, who don't have anybody to bring stability to their life, they're resulting to violence. They're resulting to violence, and um, I believe, and I, I can't remember who said it, but um, Mar- I believe Martin Luther King said, "Violence is the is the violence is the language of the unheard." And exactly, yep. Dude, people are unheard. People have been uh, unheard, and they're tired of it. And you know, mm-hmm. for me. I grew up in church, so I have a little, you know, I got a little decorum. There's certain things I just won't say and do. But this next generation, they don't, they don't, they, bruh, bruh. They're not playing. They're not playing games, bro. So how do we, how do we speak to the next generation? How, how do we come up? Because you said we got to come up with solutions. What are some of the solutions, man? Um, and I think before you, before you answer that, I think that some of the solutions have to start internally first. I, I think. Yeah. I think they have to start internally first. So how how would you speak to it? Yeah, I had actually a conversation a few weeks back about this. Like, you know, COVID hit, you know, police brutality, black men, you know, it's 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 angry, it's it's frustrating. And and throughout this topic, and to your point, the first thing that's changed is I think the mental the mental uh the mental mental landscape of humanity has to change. Even for people of color has to change. Yeah. Like that's where the change has to happen first. Um, Cause we got to change as people. Secondly, a solution, I think the school system, there's gotta be a new change, whether, whether that's, and that's all through students, that's through, uh, you know, through your, your uh, higher ed, your admins. It's a whole new, like, let's, let's, let's pull the rug and get either new people or a new system in, to really be tackling the issue of black people, Latinos, it don't matter. People of color's his real history, right? Not no brainwashed kind of sugar-coated history. You really got to change the, the platform of education system on, uh, you know, people of color's history. Um, and, and also we're still another level behind that, whether that's getting new people in, and I'm not talking whether you're Republican or Democrat, but getting new people maybe in the office and to continue still doing your community engagements in your board meetings, in uh, you know gatherings where you can voice these opinions, talk about bills, talk about uh, things that want to be passed and what needs to be changed. And, and I told people too, people have been doing that for for a minute. Like not just because people got killed, now we want to do it. Like people have been doing it, so continue to do that. We got to hit on all cylinders, whether it's education, whether it's uh, a reprogramming of who you really are, and, and changing the landscape or the horizon of what's really happening. And then also to stay engaged on the field in the in the field uh, with making things happen 
in bringing the voice alive as a, as a collective um, to really bring some, some, some waves to the people that really need to hear it. Yeah, I feel you on that, bro. I rocks with that. I appreciate that. I, as I as I started thinking about Nick Cannon and um, his his situation that we were talking about earlier, I think another yep. thing is, bro, we got to get out here and start making this money and creating our own stuff. Man, it's crazy. Nick Cannon is one mm-hmm. of I think is one of the most talented people out here, and because he told the truth about his history about black people's history he lost his he basically lost all of his major endorsements but what i loved was was when diddy said yo come over here to revolt and i'm like yeah hey hey and i want to take this moment and i want to talk to every man every woman that's listening here man you have a gift you have a talent you were created for something bigger than yourself listen you got to get out of that doubt get out of that fear get out of that rejection get out of that limitless that limited that box that you have placed yourself in because and i don't mean to preach but i gotta take this moment because you were created for something bigger and you're sitting over here doubting yourself don't think you have what it takes and people over here looking at you scared scared of you because they see your potential yo wake up if y'all man y'all should be flooding this timeline right now because some of you you got businesses in you you have books in you you've got you got radio stations in you you got media companies in you and yo you you're sitting there comfortable working for somebody for nine to five bruh sis get out there make your money do your thing build it build it build it so yo what 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 do you gotta say to that bro man everything you just said is true because i think a lot of us i'm glad you brought that onto the air too for people to, to, to listen there are so many ideas and gifts and blessings and so much creativity in people of all ages all color that man if you really just stepped out like you got it right all the brothers all the sisters it doesn't matter what you're doing like nine to five whatever it is there are so many right books ideas businesses things that you can create and if you just for an ounce believe in yourself and i'm talking about real belief right as you know you got to step out it's, 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 it's scary right you're gonna fumble you're gonna you're gonna fall you might lose some money but if you can hold the vision and see what's really there, there's a livingness in you that is undestructible. And you can continue to pour into that, and that thing will pour into you. And if you look, you know, with your eyes wide open, you know, ooh, I see you. You know no, what I mean? Boy, just, I see you, boy. You got to say that again, dude. That was not, I'm going to steal that. Say that again. There's a, there's a I, what inside you, bro? I'm going to say that again. There's, there's a livingness. There is a livingness, a, a life force, life power, a forming power. That man, if you can, if you can tap into the correspondence, and, and even just understand it from a, from a, uh, I would say from a, a amateur level, right? Um, man, the, the gates open. Like it's 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 real. Like it's not some some pie in the sky. Like man, those who are listening, you know, really tap into potential, and, and really take the time to figure out who you are, and and when it when it opens, you know, keep rolling. Listen, yo, it's that, that dude. That that you know what. You know what? I, there we. You, you, you know you gotta do. You gotta do. 
Yo, I got I had to put that out there, yo. That was church right there, boy. Yo, that was church, man. Like, dude, that that you, you that yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, uh, man, I want I want to talk, man, to you, my brothers, sisters. Like, yo, you got this. You got this. I think that what Diddy did, it, I never, you know, I knew it was always important for people of color to own and do things. But, dude, when when he said, I see you, Cindy. I see you, girl. Uh, when he said, yo, when you when they done, when you done over there with them, yo, come over to Revolt. And that's power, man. That's that's what I'm talking. That's the power that we need. We tapping and not waiting for somebody to give us an opportunity for somebody yep. to open up a door, but to create your door. Kick that damn door down and create your own platform. Get your stuff. Get you know what? Oh man, so many of us have dreams and aspirations that we're sitting on because we are afraid. And I'm like, yo, get up. I don't care if you don't have the education, if you don't have the connections, if you don't feel like you have the smarts. Guess what? Who cares? People are out here changing the world with no money. People are out here making impacts in the world and they don't have an education. They don't have anything. And some of y'all have more degrees than a, a thermometer and you're sitting there doing nothing like fam get up get yep. up and so anyway i'm gonna get off of that box i'm gonna get off of that box but man coy man i uh what 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 is one thing that you want to leave the people who are listening uh to us today or listening to us tonight we've talked about a lot we've covered a lot um but yep. kind of what is a mantra that you live by that that kind of helps you progress through challenges, hard times, uh, and especially when you're in your fields. Mm. Well, I want to hit. I want to hit your first question. Uh, what I want to leave people with, and you know, the biggest thing I think, in the in the most honest and real thing, behind, behind all the inspiration, right? Behind all the, the, the glittery stuff, right? Like when I look back on things, and even now. You know, for, for men and even for women, like, it's okay. It's okay to be vulnerable. And, and I'm really getting at the, like, the essence of that. Like, I had to learn that the hard way, and I'm still learning. Like, it's okay to be vulnerable. Like, strip away all the titles. Like, you look good, right? Body's right. Like, Instagram is popping, right? Facebook's getting a million likes, right? You have to pay me barbecue. Like, behind all of that, like, it's okay to be, it's okay to be raw. It's okay to be you. If you got to cry, if you got to reach out to somebody, like someone's listening and maybe thinking life is, you may think your life is great on the outside, but inside that thing is falling. And, you know, what I want to leave you with is just be open, like give yourself a chance, give yourself permission, right, to be and, and to make a change that will, uh, you know, alter your life forever, permanently. Right, give yourself permission to be seen. That's the biggest thing. So that's that's what I want to answer on the first part. Um, but you know, kind of my mantra to life to your second question. You know, I, I really my mantra 
it's just I, I would look at altruistic love. Like I'm so I look at things like all's good, like all is good. No matter what I'm going through, man, I might got twenty dollars in my bank account. I may about to be kicked out, evicted. I may be going through some rough times, arguing with people in my family or or you know, things are just not things are just not going right. I really believe all will be good. Like it'll all be good. I'm a trailblazer, so as I move forward, things will make way. It's not gonna be like this all the time. And I may be down on my knees, but it's gonna be good. So, you know, if you can look at life that way, that you know, you can harvest the good, look at what's coming, um, your day and your time will come. Not when you want it to, right? Remember that not when you want it to, but when it's needed and when you when you're ready. Yo, that was straight fire. In church we would say we would say it like this. We would say, uh, we would say all things work okay. together for the good of those. Yeah. Yo, I'm yeah. I'm just letting you know. Come on now. It's gonna work together, fam. So man, yeah. I don't bro bro, you may be struggling right now, you may be dealing with crap right now. It's gonna you just keep on living, keep on saying good morning. And if you keep grinding and you don't give up. You'll make it, bro. You will make it through whatever life throws at you, fam. Um, dude, I'm 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 such a big fan of yours, Coy. I love the work that you do. Yo, Thank tell you. me up. Tell us about your business. Tell us where we can find you. Tell us what yep. you do, man. Yeah, yeah. So for you guys just hopping on, or you guys don't know who I am. My name is Coy Brown. I'm originally from Elkhart, Indiana, which is right down the street from South Bend. So I used to live there in the Chicago. If you're in the Chicago area. Uh, South Bend is not too far, but I do public speaking, writing. Um, I do a lot of community engagement. So you can find me at coybrown.com. Uh, also, coy underscore brown on my Instagram. Um, and also, email is you deserve to win at gmail.com. But, you know, for me, what I love, what I'm doing um, is really helping people. And I think for a lot, of, a lot of people, I would say even for myself, a lot of people, uh, is giving people and showing people there is more inside them than, than there is outside of them and, and inspiring them to get over that hurdle, right? And if they can understand themselves, right, and start to study themselves with these life principles, whether it's, whether it's church, right, from a biblical standpoint or an academic point or whatever, you know, the other perspective is, when you see more in yourself and start to study the behavior and the understanding psychologically, spiritually, mentally, right, that try it. Triology, the, the tri trilogy of a trilogy of it, you really start to see uh, what I said, livingness that has always been there, right? That it's been laying dormant because we can't really see because the veil is always there. So we can unleash, unleash that veil, you know, all hell breaks loose and you, you, you know, you fly to the moon. So that's what I love what I've been doing. Um, I do poetry as well. Um, so I have a book that, you know, is, is done. It's in the works. I gotta, I gotta reach out to Rob for the one man band to get me right. Yo. And then I got my book, uh, steps worth taking, which is a self-help book. It's about 21 steps of how to live a better life. It's really positivity plus action. And for the reader, I want you to not only read, read a chapter, um, but also implement this into your life, uh, in a very simplistic, but effective way. So is that, where's that book at? It's on Amazon. No, it's gonna be on Amazon soon. That's why I gotta reach out to you. It's all done. Oh, it's okay. Done. I got you, man. I gotta reach out to this to the plug. I gotta get the plug. Dude, I got you, fam. But while yeah. we're while we're out here, you know, I'm a big fan of Koi for real, for real. It's all love, no show. Um, but while he's plugging books, yo, I wanna tell you guys, 
Hey, hey, listen, I want to tell you guys about my new book. It's called What Every Man Needs to Know. Um, this is a book that was co-authored by myself, Darnell Weathersby, and Stephen Donahue. Um, we got together, um, and all of us, man, believe it or not, have over 40 years of combined experience in uh, education, sociology, mental health, and ministry. So listen, this is a book entitled What Every Man Needs to Know. Listen, ladies, if you have a man in your life you need to get him this book. If you love him, get him the book. If you can't stand him, get him the book. If y'all, if you pissed off at him right now, get him this book. It's called What Every Man Needs to Know. The website is at the bottom of the screen. It's www.whateveryman-needs-to-know. And we talk about core truths that every man, every man, these are that every man needs to know to become the best version of himself. This is a one-size-fits-all. This is a book for men, written by men. So, yo, get this book. <clears throat> listen, man, like I'm that. listen. I'm excited that you were able to join me, Koi. Yo, you yes, are sir. you. I'm a big fan. I love your work. I love what you do, and I'm excited. Yo, we gotta have you back, man. When when? Cause it's almost been a year. That boy is Benny Hanna. It, it's almost been a year. We can hop on. Dude, we can have a redo. We gotta talk about a partnership because you know, actually, so I'm gonna put Koi on the spot. I we had him to do an event and bro, Koi canceled on me. I felt like a, I was like, yo, I I he I felt like, you know, I was a small dude. I was like, yo, this big dude just canceled on me, man. But you here today, yo. You here. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's all the time, baby. The I Am Man Podcast is produced by men for men. We are here to support men through their individual journeys to authentic and holistic manhood. We believe men play an essential role in securing the future of generations and deserve to be seen and heard. Our podcast is a safe space where men from all walks of life can come and process through life's challenges to become the best versions of themselves.